hello, hello, everybody. I am your host, Kaba Lava, and this is the Lava Lamp Podcast. We are tuned in, tapped in, and turned on on this day, on this beautiful Wednesday, um, with another episode today bringing you a word on procrastination. So I wanted to talk about procrastination today because... I, okay, I, like so many other people, um, (laughs) have definitely dealt with procrastination, stalling, self-sabotage, things like that. And I wanted to have this discussion because I recently read a book called Atomic Habits and the author is James Clear. And the minute that I started reading and I continued to read, I told all of my um, gal pals about the book. And I was like, okay, guys, we have got to get information. We got to get information because what I got from that book was that not only is it not my fault that I have procrastinated and it's not my fault that I have not set the best habits and behaviors, but it helped me to realize that nobody really has, and everybody needs help in this way, in this aspect of life, because there is a certain level of psychology, programming, integration, integration, and disintegration of oneself that needs to be done. And there is a complete transition of the mind that goes on when we choose to better ourselves, when we choose to become better people, when we decide, hey, clearly what I've been doing has not been working. So I'm going to reach out for some help. I'm going to reach out to somebody I know um, who loves me. I'm going to reach out to a family member, a friend, an accountability partner, whatever it is you decide to reach out for. We all get to the point where we need to reach out for help. So reaching out for help for me, you know, looks or looked like, because my journey with transformation and manifestation and, you know, basically be becoming tired of my own uh, sugar, honey, iced tea, it started way back in what was 2022 right now. Um, it started, let's say 2017. Um, I got my first big girl job as a teacher and I was just so happy to have a job. I was like, okay, I can finally pay bills. I can get my own apartment. I can do the things that I want to do, yada, yada, yada. But there was something within me that was missing. And there were just, there was just a certain way I wanted to be certain things I wanted to do that mirrored the people that I looked up to. And I thank God had friends that had already been supporting me in that change because they were going through it before me. I've always had like older friends. So in college, I had friends that were exposing me to things like the secret, exposing me to things like, um, Les Brown to people like Ness Brown, Les Brown, Lisa Nichols, um, different investors, different people who have reached the level of success that I want and wanted to reach at the time. Um, and when I got to this point in my life where I was tired of my own shit or my own sugar, honey, I see 
excuse me. Um, and I wanted to become better. I literally gave myself over. I gave my mind over to the people who were in the secret. I gave my mind over to Lisa Nichols. I gave my mind over to Les Brown, Earl Nightingale, you know, and so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. So I have always been an avid reader. I love to read. I love to write. I got my bachelor's in creative writing. I've been writing since I was in the fifth grade. I've been in the creative arts forever. So I realized shortly after college, like I had stopped reading, which was okay because, you know, we get, we come in and out of these flows and in and out of these cycles. And that's just a part of life. But at the time when I got that big girl job and I was teaching and I was feeling the pressure of being in a job and feeling the pressure and the boredom of the mundane and things like that, I literally had to start finding a reason to get excited every morning. I had to fix my morning routine. I had to create a morning routine and I had to really expand my mind and expand my inner, excuse me, goodness gracious, green tea. I mean, green juice. Um, I had to really expand my inner space in order to be able to even conceive what these people were talking about, to even grasp and receive the the information. So I started watching one Lisa Nichols video a day and my morning routine was absolutely lit. I would wake up, I would make my coffee, I would make sure I had everything, I'm out the door. I would listen to my favorite songs in the morning. And yes, it was the first, it was the same seven songs every day, but it was working for me. I was listening to my songs. I was dancing. I was getting in a groove. And then when I got to a certain stoplight, I would watch a Lisa Nichols video and she would pour into me every single day, every single morning, Lisa was pouring into me every single morning. Les Brown was pouring into me every single morning. Earl Nightingale would pour into me so that I would be able to relieve myself from the feeling of locking myself up in my windowless classroom with my fluorescent lights and (laughs) the AC and heating that sometimes worked and sometimes didn't work. And my students who were, you know, depending on me and becoming extremely needy. And some days I didn't have the capacity to really support them and really hold that space for them every single day. So I'm listening to these videos. I'm sharing some of these videos with my students and that I, that was just like a part of my every day. And then I started my business full bloom holistics at the time. And I quit my job. I quit my job. When I did that, I did not realize that I would need to basically structure a routine every single day. I just was listening to these people and I was like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to really commit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mind you, Lisa did not tell me to quit my job and do any of that. She (laughs) gave me very small, bite-sized, manageable pieces of advice and exercises to do to lead me to that point. But because I was so enthralled with this idea and this big secret that I just said, okay, I quit. I started my business. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting booked 
this is going to be awesome. I believe in myself, whatever, whatever. Broke up with my boyfriend. I just was ready to dive headfirst into the unknown because I just had that much confidence in myself. And I fell flat on my face and went through the hardest time of my life. Um, And I'm grateful for all of it. But I would be lying if I said that the time that I went through or the things that I went through during that time, the hardships that I went through, the trouble that I got into, um, the the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows that I was going through with um, not only myself and my business, but in my other relationships and my family with in my with my family, within um, my friendships. It was like the, it turned into the most tumultuous time. I went from being on this high and being in this excitement and, you know, being super gung ho for my business and for myself and my future that I was creating. Um, and I went and I dove headfirst into a train wreck, um, not because I wasn't manifesting or I wasn't believing or any of that, but because I didn't have any type of understanding of how my day-to-day was going to go. I didn't have any kind of structure to my day-to-day processes. I didn't have any kind of structure to um, the steps and the action steps. I didn't have any kind of plan. I just went in blindly and believed in myself and I fell flat on my face. So, you know, I moved out of my apartment. I came back home after a very toxic relationship, a very abusive relationship. And I just had to start from square one. I felt like all the work that I had done just came to a complete screeching halt. And I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I felt like I couldn't do anything. And I felt like I was stupid for even believing in myself in the first place. But Thank God I did not give up on myself because what that did for me, like all those feelings basically put me in a place of such humility that I didn't have any choice but to just be present every single day. Each moment, like getting to the next moment was a blessing to me. Um, Every moment that I came into any kind of money, whether my mom gave it to me whether I was freelancing and working on film sets and able to like, just be grateful for the job I had at that time. Um, or if it was just getting out of the bed that day and maintaining somewhat of a positive vibration each day, I was forced into the present moment. I was forced to reevaluate my life, my behaviors, my behavior patterns, things like that. So I got into therapy, Um, I was denied like three jobs because of all of the trouble that I had gotten into from that relationship. It it kept me from being able to go in the direction that I wanted to go. It kept me from being able to sustain um, the opportunities that I very much earned in the time, but I just couldn't um, hold on to or I couldn't maintain because of... um, what was on me at the time. So I just kept going. I got back into school, got into therapy, and I 
just did the best I could with what I had with whatever whatever situation I was in. So if I was in therapy, I was doing the work and I was just doing my best at that work in school. I was doing the work and doing the best I could at that work. And through that process, I found passion. I found purpose. I realized that you know, my true passion and my true purpose was in the arts and in being creative and sharing spaces of creativity, sharing safe spaces of healing for other people. And I just started trying things. I did painting in the park. I did workshops. I did paint and sips and things like that. And I was just committed to throwing shit at the wall and seeing what stuck. So that all brings me to this place here that I am where I've tried a whole bunch of things, but I, nothing has really stuck other than art and other than this journey that I've started toward becoming an art therapist or an expressive arts therapist. So even this podcast is like, again, another attempt at finding what's going to stick. And I, just love the fact that, again, even in this space, I'm still reaching out for things that can help me. Um, I do still watch Lisa Nichols, but I've, you know, explored other speakers. Now I'm like listening to Abraham Hicks and I'm, you know, uh, listening to other speakers on YouTube and things like that. So I just want to caution other people or encourage you more so um, that it doesn't matter what you're going through. It's all working for you and it's all pushing you toward the prayers that you've asked to be answered or pushing you toward the things that you are trying to manifest. But reading this book, Atomic Habits, has helped me to realize that the successes that I have not reached yet or I have not attained yet are just a reflection of, one, information I didn't know, exposure that I haven't had, and help that I didn't even know to request. And I just want to thank James Clear for writing the book. But I also, you know, just want to express gratitude for the journey because it's all a journey. Um, And when we procrastinate, it's not that we don't respect ourselves. It's not that we don't, you know, want the success. It doesn't mean that we're lazy or it doesn't even mean that you're stalling. It literally just means that you have not set up the habits. You haven't set up the environment. You, you just don't know. You don't know any better and you're doing your best to figure it out. And sometimes you have to ask somebody else for help or something else for help, or you have to seek that help in many different places. But as long as you are doing what is necessary to find that help, to find that accountability partner, to find that mentor, honey, you are in the thick of the process. You're in the journey and that still counts. You know, like even when you think you're procrastinating, but you're just thinking about doing the thing that you're not doing. Well, that's a part of it. Like you're, you're, that's a step toward the right direction. You just have to figure out what is going to motivate you enough to show up to it, to show up. And Atomic Habits really helped me learn that one, you're not looking for a destination. You're not looking to get to a certain destination. You have to understand that 
you know, okay, you'll, you'll set goals and you'll have an outline and you'll have things that you want to manifest. But the point isn't to get to that point and that's going to be that, you know, you're going to do the thing you did the thing. It's not about the thing. It's about the process. It's about trusting the process and more so than trusting the process, enjoying every step of the way. And what my, um, what my time of tumultuous experiences taught me, what all of the struggle taught me in my journey thus far is that when you are present, when you have no other option, but to just be here now, because you don't know where you're going and where you've been has been so tragic or so traumatizing that you're definitely not going there in each present moment. Every single breath that you take is leading you there. So, so find peace and find understanding and find relief in that you wanting to do better is the first step toward doing better. And even more so than that, you learning how to show up for that betterment, you're only one step away from it. You're only one book away from it. You're only one habit or cue or environmental change away from it. And I found so much relief because learning that, learning that I had to change my environment. Oh, I have to trick my brain into showing up. I have to, and not only that, I get to make it satisfying. I get to make it pleasurable. I get to make it something that I can get excited about because the book tells you to make it satisfying, (laughs) make it attractive, make it, if you want to start a habit, you have to create the process and you have to create the environment and the feeling that of excitement toward doing it. And not only that, you don't have to approach your goals and approach your peace and your happiness with a destination in mind first. You don't have to do that. You just have to simplify it and say, I want to be happy. Okay. Well, what makes me happy? Okay. This makes me happy. Now, how can I create a process or a system that is pleasurable and satisfying enough that I'm okay starting very simple. And he says, don't, don't approach it, you know, with all that gusto and all that excitement, like I did back when I was teaching and quitting my job and starting my business. No, how about just, if you want to be a reader, if you want to read more books, just read one page, read one page. One exercise I fell in love with was the two minute rule. Whatever it is that you're going to do, whatever habit you're trying to form in the exercise or in the process of, of creating the habit of just showing up, you have to do whatever it is for two minutes. So if you want to go to the gym, go to the gym or put on your workout clothes and do it in two minutes. All right, cool. So you did that for the day. Go to the gym, work out for two minutes and leave. You want to read. All right, go get the book. Should take two minutes. Read for two minutes. All right, put the book down, walk away. So this episode is for my procrastinators, for my people who are doing the transformative work and getting stuck and for the people who are starting things and finishing them or for the people who are starting things and then dropping them and not finishing them at all for the people who feel lost for the people who feel like they cannot make the changes that they want to make it's okay it's okay because guess what 
you are going through your journey and there is no destination. So you're not really missing anything. You're not missing out on anything. You don't get down on yourself. Don't feel bad because, okay, so you're going to do the next thing. And until you get to the point where you find the help or the help finds you or the mentor finds you or whatever information or stuff that you need finds you, you're going to keep doing that. Because guess what? When I read that book, I realized that I had already done some of these things. I just didn't realize that I was doing one step or two steps or like getting to a certain point and then not knowing where to go after that. I just didn't know that part. And that's okay because where you are is exactly where you're meant to be. Who you are right now is exactly who you're meant to be. And that's okay. You don't have to get it before 30. You don't have to get it before 40. You don't have to get it before you have children or before you get married. You don't have to do any of that. Be where you are when you are and understand that as long as you just open your mouth and ask for the help, it will show up. It may not show up in that exact moment or it may show up in that exact moment, but when it shows up, you will know and you will instinctively and intuitively know which way to go because you, only you know the answers to your questions. Only knew, only you know when your prayers have been answered. So this will be no different. So I just want to encourage you because it's okay. You're not disrespecting yourself. You're not, you're not lacking respect of self. You're not lacking in any kind of way. You're just at that point in, in, in your journey, in the process, there's steps to everything. You're just on the step that you're on. So you're good. Take a deep breath, pick up a book, put it down, pick it up again. Go to the gym for two minutes and then leave. And then maybe next time you'll be there for five minutes. But as long as you show up and you put on the clothes, that's still a part of the step. Even if you put the clothes on and sit right there in your bed, you still put the clothes on. So I encourage you all. I encourage you all. I I pray and I hope that all of your wildest dreams and desires and goals get met and they manifest and they happen. And I want to encourage you to read the book Atomic Habits or whatever other self-help book that is out there. Go listen to it. Read it. Whatever. If you have a mentor. Oh, you're so blessed. You're so far ahead. You know? keep in contact stay connected find your tribe or allow your tribe to find you and you can't do that in your room you cannot do that in your room you have to get out you have to move different you have to get yourself in the feeling of something different get yourself in the feeling of what you want and it'll come it'll come so thank you for listening I'm gonna go ahead and cut this episode at this point because I just know hopefully that at this point you're already looking for the book or you're looking for the mentor or you're on YouTube searching who Lisa Nichols is or who Abraham Hicks is or who Earl Nightingale or Les Brown. I don't even care. But right now, I just hope that you are so amped to start your journey or to get further into your journey and to give yourself grace. I hope that you are in this moment forgiving yourself for being so hard on yourself and judging yourself so harshly that you just keep yourself from the things that you actually love. So be encouraged, get into it. Yeah. (laughs) Do the things. I love you. I'm with you. I am your 
Ride or die, I am your encourager. I am your motivator. I am Kabbalah. And this has been the Lava Lamp Podcast.